Hello, it's me, Kate, your favourite Northern lass on the Living Through Society podcast, where we learn to live through society together. Lovely to chat and it's lovely to have you here. I first reached out to you because you were talking about productivity and there is such thing as like toxic, toxic productivity now. I think I've created that myself. Yeah, literally. So first lockdown, I was just very aware that I had nothing to do. And I'm one of them people who maybe it's a problem, but I don't like being by myself for a long time like I get bored of my own you know my personality I guess and I like to just keep myself busy and I thought right in order to not you know have a mental breakdown during lockdown I'm going to just have to come up with so many different um, activities to keep myself productive and I definitely came up with too many and as the lockdowns have gone on I've like developed more hobbies and like more responsibilities I guess one would be this fitness account um, another would be writing my dissertation Another would be like trying to keep on top of like reading. Um, But I just gave myself all these different things to do. They just became really overwhelming. And I realized that it's not actually good anymore that I'm being productive because it's just, it is, yeah, it's making me burn out and it's making me realize that I'm not having any time to myself to relax and actually take in the fact that we're in a pandemic and we do need to just, you know, take a seat back sometimes and relax and just, you know, do nothing. Yeah. When you first start doing nothing, do you feel really stressed? Do you like, do you get that feeling of like, I could, I should be doing this right now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So basically last, last Saturday, I said to myself, right, I'm going to just have the day off because I've been doing everything. I've been doing things every day for the past week. And I'm just going to take the day to just, you know, not, not do anything. And that was nice. And I, I took the day off and it was nice. And I did a paint by numbers and it was fun. But I think because, again, I was distracting myself by doing a paint by numbers all day, um, that I was still occupied. I wasn't sitting there doing nothing. But um, then this Saturday, I did it again. And I think because then I told myself, right, I'm going to do the paint by numbers and not just sit back and relax. I gave myself a task to do, even if it was just a relaxing task, that it had made me realise I'm not even enjoying this. I'm just stressed because I now need to, I know I need to do this now. I'm laughing because that's so relatable (laughs) yeah it's just like you know you have to enjoy it you have to do it because you want to do it not because you've told yourself on your day off this is what you've got to do to relax you know you you do what you want to do when you want to relax (laughs) not just you know what you're forcing yourself to do because you think that's relaxing (laughs) oh my gosh yes so your Instagram account which is like z.a.fitness for everybody who wants to go check it out. Why did you first start it? I created the account so that other people could see that. And I kind of felt like I was being motivated by myself. I think the enjoyment of going to the gym is the fact that you can see other people and you can see them around you and that motivates you. But when there's no one around you, to you know, my family, they do fitness a lot, but none of them do like gym workouts. They all just run. So I think it was just, yeah, that was the beginning of it. But I think now I, I've really gotten into just supporting other people and um, I've met some lovely people on the account and that's really motivated me. And um, yeah, I'm loving it now for other reasons. Aww. That's really lovely. I definitely have more of a love 
in my relationship for social media now like I understand the whole motivation thing like I've joined like a gym live class thing just to stay motivated yourself and Caitlin do your workouts on your own or I don't know how the hell you have the discipline to be like yeah I gave myself 30 minutes this morning to get a workout done (laughs) yeah honestly I just watch YouTube and it gets me through (laughs) well hats off to you because I need other people there yeah I need at least one person there to push me through I've not yet got that like determination of I could go to the gym on my own and be like yes yeah no that that does take a lot of um it does take a lot of confidence I think yeah it really did for me as well to have to you know push myself to get out there I think yeah like seeing going in with a class and you know everyone's in the same bubble but then I think when you're doing it and you're having to go over to like the weight section on your own, for example, that is, it is a scary, it is a scary thing to be honest, especially when there's just big, you know, mask, whatever the word is, big blokes. <laughs> and they're just there and, you know, they're like staring at you like those yeah. are my weights, but it does get a lot better, honestly. You become a lot more confident as you keep I going. <laughs> I think everybody feels like that. And I think, I don't know if it's in our own heads, but sometimes lads do just... I don't know we had like a king of the gym at uni and he used to just I didn't like yeah and it depends on what gym you go to some are just like some people are just pervy yeah yeah that's the other thing as well with um girls going to the gym you get you do get weirdos there that um don't respect you and I think yeah there are a lot of um stigmas around going to the gym for girls and it shouldn't you know it shouldn't be there because you know, we should all feel comfortable going there. It's it's a public place. We pay to go there. You know, there shouldn't be anyone judging us. Yeah, for... it's weird that people consider the gym that I... Oh, I only went once to this gym and I go... I regularly used to go to a different gym. But I went once as like a trial to this other gym and it had a woman's only section and I don't know whether it was for like modest people with religion, I don't know, or just to segregate Maybe. them and for people to feel more comfortable. It probably that yeah. and I only used that bit of the gym it was like the tiniest little room but it had everything I needed and then I went outside into the normal bit of the gym and there was no female there there was not a single female and I looked out and I could see the weight section and as I came out I literally I, I don't know if I've just made this worse in my head because of like anxiety that I have but every, I swear I got at least three looks when I walked out of that part of the gym what did it first feel like when you went over to the weight section when you first started going to the gym? Daunting. Yeah, it was it was daunting at first to begin with. I think it was just I wasn't very experienced. I'd never had a personal trainer and I'd never like watched really watched any YouTube videos either to like educate myself on it. Um I had had a little like introductory session where they just showed me like certain exercises you can do with the weights but they weren't really focused on my goals and I wanted to focus mainly on abs and glutes to begin with so yeah going over there and just picking up a pair of weights and start squatting was quite like daunting but I did it and you know people I think what you've got to realize is people don't actually you know you don't look at other people and judge them and you're not looking at people and thinking 
oh my gosh, they're doing it so wrong. And people aren't going to be looking at you and thinking that either. They're just focused on their own exercises. But everyone thinks, you know, that everyone's got their eyes on you. And that's not the case most of the time, you know. And especially when you start getting into the routine of it, people will start to, you know, recognise you and see you daily. And they'll just, they'll know that you're just getting on yeah. with your own thing. Yeah, and sometimes people do approach me and just, some people have given me pointers in the past and just said, oh, um, I'd recommend this exercise if you're trying to improve this certain muscle area. Yeah, I've never had a bad experience in the gym. Mm, and I think if everyone is concentrating on themselves or everyone is anxious thinking that everybody's looking at them, if everyone in the gym is like that or if 50% if of people think everyone's looking at them and 50% of the people are concentrating on themselves and know what they're doing, then yeah. none of those people are concentrating on anybody else other than themselves. And I just think that's a nice reality check. How do you feel about doing weights in the gym now? What's it like for you? I'm a lot more confident now, absolutely. Um, I've started, yeah, like I said, I've, a lot of people I've started to recognise. I tend to go at the same time most days and so do a lot of the other people. So we all just, you know, I'll smile at someone through my mask so they probably can't even tell. And I'll just get on with it. I like to just get on with my with my exercises and go go home. It's nice. It's nice to know that I can just go there, do my exercises, not be worried about what other people are thinking. Yeah, and just enjoy it. I wanted to ask because I see it on Instagram a lot how everybody wants a big bum at the moment and I've seen like videos on TikTok of basically people with a big fat ass being like <laughs> this is what you need to do to have a big bum you need to do these exercises this is what I did to get like this and I just as much as I love the gym for everything it is to do with mental health improving yourself self-improvement you go get that ass girl but at the same time whenever I see stuff like that I remember following somebody and you know when they do progress pricks of like what they used to be and what they are now and selling what they're doing and yeah. she had never not had that ass. That's the thing that's what really frustrates me as well like I was not born with that ass and I still don't have that ass. <laughs> I, it really frustrates me when, and people just be like you need to do these yeah do these specific exercises and that kind of thing and person like for me from watching your old podcast you're the same but we've both always been really skinny. I, I what my thing is I need to eat more and that is one of my main problems that will help me gain muscle especially with running at the moment as well. I need to eat loads because uh, I burn off like a, a whole day's calories running. So yeah, but everyone, everyone's different. And I think it's just, you need to figure out what's, what's good for you. And just don't compare yourself to other people because you probably look completely different to them and your body will work completely different to them as well. Exactly. I'm glad we touched on that because people at the moment think, oh, I need to look like this. Whereas how I look right now, someone might want to look like me. I want to look like them the standard of beauty is like forever changing and I think oh, I have struggled with thinking oh I need to go to the gym to look like this because how I am right now is not lovable if you will or not yeah not lovable or not how I need to be and that whole idea of like I should go to the gym mm -hmm. no don't have to go to the gym if I don't want to I don't have to do anything that I don't want to and have now just about come to like peace of I can do what the hell I want I can go to the gym if I want to yeah <laughs> no I love that that is really important I think 
yeah like not comparing yourself to others and just you know setting your own goals and it's okay if people want to post you know videos of what's helped helped them but definitely don't think that that's what's going to help you as such you need yeah it's just you know do what do what you want to do but yeah yeah exactly like you said go to the gym if you love want it, to love it love it well did you have any did you used to have any insecurities and do you have any insecurities now or do you think that they've gone yeah so basically when I was younger I used to be um very basically going through puberty um I think everyone had a lot of insecurities as they were growing growing through puberty and um mine was my boobs I was just so insecure because when I was in or when I was about 13 14 all the girls in my class started getting bras and these huge boobs and I was just so jealous because you know, I was not getting any of that. I, I just had nothing. And um, they were so embarrassed. And I was just like, how can you be embarrassed? You're like growing, you're like growing into this amazing woman. And I just thought it was like, just so incredible. And I was just there with nothing. So yeah, that was a huge insecurity for me. But um, growing up, I started to realize that having, and to be honest, my boobs never really, like, they grew, but not massive. I still got small boobs. But I've grown up and um, I've definitely become a lot more like confident and I'm just a lot happier with them now. And I wouldn't say I wish I had big boobs now either, which I used to want like a boob job. But yeah, I think I can like go on runs. I don't have to wear a bra most of the time. Um, I, like my boobs don't hurt when I jump, which I've seen a lot of people, you know, they say that all the time. And I just don't relate. <laughs> but um, and I can wear like nice bras and my boobs don't fall out. So there's a lot of good things about having small boobs. Um, and I feel like a lot of people, I saw an Instagram post the other day of someone saying how she used to get bullied for, for having small boobs as well. And I think um, that is just, you know, it's so typical of, you know, you know if you do that you do get bullied for that but but why like you know body you should just be so happy your body has given you like so much it's grown grown up to be the person you are today it's like literally made who you are you should I'm just thankful to have you know a working healthy body it doesn't matter what it looks like and I'll try to look after it because I'm thankful that it's given me so much I guess but yeah I think you've just got to love what you've got because that is what you've got yeah I wouldn't say I'm insecure about them anymore sometimes I might you know think mm, could tweak this and that but you know I, I absolutely would not say that I, I wouldn't change I wouldn't like have, ever have a boot job anymore I don't think amen <laughs> like also have small boobs me and you seem so similar yeah but I remember people getting bras in like when I was 11 I remember someone in year seven going like calling me flat-chested or something and I was like oh okay cool thanks but I just yeah. think no matter where you are on the spectrum I found it interesting for you to say those who were developing that they were embarrassed because I imagine on either side of the spectrum, those who were developing got sexualized and those on the lower end of the spectrum still got sexualized in being called flat chested and like bullying, like both are being sexualized. Yeah. So that is just another thing in itself. And I remember just like being in a changing room with all the girls and me being like looking down like, okay, cool. And looking across and being like, oh my God, she's like a, yeah. I don't know, this size bra. And thinking, why is that not me? And all, and I also wanted a boob job. Yeah, really, really did. All of my family have big boobs. 
and I just thought okay cool that'll eventually be me yeah cool I'll put up with it accepted it and then never happened and trying to see the good and I remember I was really insecure about it and someone made a joke about it like this guy that I was interested in and he made a joke and I was like right okay cool you've just focused on my insecurity I'm gonna block you oh good because <laughs> I was so insecure about it I was yeah. like he just called them small and I was like well yeah it's a fact but because I was insecure about it I didn't like yeah. it the good sides of fitting into nice bras yeah. not having to wear a bra wearing nice clothes for starters not having to hold anything like a bolt like have like in a massive like boulder holder for when you're running yeah like, there's so many ups and I imagine people who have big boobs on the opposite spectrum don't want them and don't like them and want what they don't have because that is what social media wants us to do they want us to buy into our unhappiness and be something we're not and no matter what we are they want us to be something yeah. else and that whole self-acceptance is a it's a long journey but you do eventually get there and I think you said I think you mentioned 18 or 19 when you eventually get past that yeah I've not got past it (laughs) I'm 21 and probably just about got past it but I I don't think when I was 18 or 19 I was like yeah cool love myself (laughs) I think it's an ongoing thing yeah absolutely I mean I'm I'm 20 now and I still I I would say that I would I wouldn't change anything about them anymore but yeah it's you know you still I think throughout your entire life there'll always be things and even you know when you grow up and you you eventually get wrinkles and things there'll always be things that we just don't like about ourselves I think you've just got to accept the body that you're in and love it for what it is yeah you've got to own it because hating yourself is a sad existence um I think it's difficult to be kind to ourselves and say nice things about ourselves but it's got to be done it's got to be done I think it's so nice to hear um, of your fitness journey and the purity and like honest nature of your gym account. It's really nice and refreshing to see compared to some gym accounts that have millions of followers that are just not got the right message out there. And yeah. yours definitely has the right message and the right mantra behind it and it's just nice to uh take a piece of that so Zoe's account is z dot a dot fitness thank you so much (laughs) I definitely would recommend that people go follow you because it's not even just a fitness account like you have a lot about mental health and how you've done like your things with productivity and you talk about things that everybody can resonate with whether you go to the gym or not and um that space to be real which is sort of what I'm trying to do be real with people and not pretend to be someone I'm not and not be like I got silicon butt implants please come and do this gym video and you can look like me yeah <laughs> literally I really it's not real is it it's not real like you shouldn't compare yourself to them people because they're not real <laughs> yeah it's it is difficult sometimes and I know that Instagram is trying or they're going to start having a disclaimer of when somebody has edited their photo. Wow. So you can know like what is real, what isn't real. But every single, there's like a small proportion of Instagram photos now that are specifically taboo when people are showing like their skin and what it looks like. People are showing their roles and their cellulite. But Instagram at the moment is still there for those perfect pictures, which, you know, are good. Yeah. But if they're unrealistic, then it's not healthy. 
No, yeah, definitely. The stigma's like slowly breaking, but like the ice hasn't cracked. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, they try to be perfect on it. And don't get me wrong, I, I certainly do try to still put, push my bum out occasionally to try and do like a nice bum photo. But, you know, yeah, that, that kind of thing. It does, it does need to stop. You do need to just show realist, what you are realistically because, you know, when you're walking down the street, people don't see you with a pushed out bum. They see you walking down the street just not posing. Um, and that's, you know, your real life person is you know who you actually are and that's what you need to show online yeah, as well definitely I think it's scary to show that like your raw self I think it does need yeah. to be done because when everyone is trying to be perfect it's one of the most difficult things to do but it's the best thing to do and talking about topics that are difficult which is what this podcast is here for what I am here for is difficult and it's scary yeah. this has been great it's been lovely Thank you. It's been lovely being a guest. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Honestly, I mean, I've never even met you in real life. So this is like, I'm loving the raw, you know, the raw content. It's really nice. Well, that's all we've got time for today, folks. If you're thinking, no, Kate, I can't wait another week for an episode. There is more Living Through Society content over on Instagram with some super funny reels and do check out our TikTok. I do get pretty lonely, so if you have enjoyed today's episode, found it helpful or have feedback, do message me over on Instagram. For even more information, everything you will ever need can be found in my Instagram bio where you can sign up to our mailing list stay up to date with all things LTS and stay informed when my new coaching program starts. You can also find there as we are celebrating me being awarded my professional life coaching qualification. So I'm a life coach and offering free 30 minute coaching sessions for a limited time only. And don't forget, there's also a link to join our thriving Facebook community for advice and support with a non-judgmental community and space to make new friends. And with that, stay well, stay happy, stay mindful. Stay tuned.